Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan here, at Big Cass, and the question today on this podcast, Cass, it's not, uh, you know, who's entering the transfer portal, who might be medically retiring, all this nonsense. No, it's it's who is the muffin man <laughs> is the question, man. Cass, before the show, he showed me the funniest video. Uh, Adam Lambert basically jamming out to uh, the muffin man in like a tribute to share. It's amazing. Cass, from, thank from, you. From Jimmy Fallon, man. It, it's been TikToks all day for me when I'm at like, break and lunch. Still the best one, I think, is when John Cena puts the headphones on and he's in, he's in a little suit and tie. Fantastic TikTok. And it vibes. The song vibes. I told my wife earlier, I was like, if I played baseball, I would be my wife. I'd be a fan. A big DH? Absolutely. Of the Muffin Man, where he sings it like Cher. I I forgot all about Adam Lambert and how he was, you know, lead singer of Queen now. And, like, he... Should have won American Idol. The Duke can freaking perform. And basically, if you haven't listened to the Muffin Man song, you've been in your life. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's enough Adam Lambert. Now we got to start talking <laughs> about more Jack Lambert, more football, more stuff more like football. that. More football. Oh. Cast this weekend, NFL draft. It was, uh, it was interesting. Um, oh, I mean, what were, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, well, my initial thoughts were, we know who put the slander out on C.J. Stroud. And obviously, Texans. it was the Houston, Houston Texans. Like, <laughs> the Houston Texans, I think, I know the people are talking about how the Eagles won the draft. I think the ultimate team that won the draft was the Houston Texans. Because they went out and got the guys. They made moves. They got the two guys that they really wanted. Because if, I think at first they were feeling that's why the CJ was dropping so much. And they were possibly going to get him at 12. Fake. They made his money back. I think they made him back at CJ at 2. The Houston Texans. I think it was just genius for them, too, getting Will Anderson. Because now, now you have your two, like, bases on your offense and defense like those are going to be like your captains for the next four or five years and those are the two guys you're going to have lead the offense and defense which i just love that pairing that mentality from the houston texans cast i also heard too is they were trying so hard to get up into between 15 and 20 back up again they wouldn't have had to pick the rest of the the rest of the way but they were trying to get into these 15 to 20 range to get Jackson Smith and Jigba is what I was hearing. Obviously, that if the Texans were able to do that. I love, I mean, I love the Paris Johnson pick by the Cardinals. I think that was the smartest oh, yeah. pick, the, the best value you're getting. Uh, you still have a franchise guy in Kyler. I think you just need to protect him, obviously. Um, that was a fantastic pick by the Cardinals. JSN, I thought, went a little later than anticipated, even though he, he was the first receiver off the board. But I just feel like he got picked later than what I was anticipating. But still, great pick. 
Well, and that's just because what were some teams doing? Like the now we know at the time we we're like, okay, what were the Lions doing? They had just signed David Montgomery. Uh, they had DeAndre Swift at the time, and they picked Jordan Gibbs. Like, okay, so you just lost Jamison Williams for a little bit, and I thought Detroit could have been one of those teams to select uh, Jackson Smith and Jay. But and then of course the Packers. Um, Getting uh, Daddy Groper's son. Um, <laughs> his name is Van That was a hilarious clip. That was a, that was an all time clip I've ever seen. And, and it's like, what was that? His brother, his friend, just jumping on him. Yeah, like it. J.J. McCarthy's dad yes the ball, and then we see this dude's dad. It's something I would expect out of, like, Harbaugh. I don't know. <laughs> I could see them doing that. Yeah. I think, I agree with you 100%. The safest pick, probably the best pick of the night. Oh, the whole weekend was Paris Johnson. Just the, the safest pick of the whole Well, no, actually, actually, I disagree. It's, it, it would actually be contra- conversely, I think it would be JSN because uh, JSN got picked later, if that makes like better value later, I feel like, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I depends think, how you look at it. Yeah, it does depend how you look at it. Um, I thought the big, like, if you're talking surprising. Um, the Juan Jones for me in the fourth. Fourth round. What happened? The Juan Jones. What I read so. So did you? All right. I read the report. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So it was basically he just showed up to the Senior Bowl, threw guys around day one, was the best player by far, and then he just, like, apparently, according to the reports, they're saying he just didn't do a thing since. Well, like, he just, he didn't run, he didn't stretch, he didn't do any, like, workout, apparently. Well, but I, I will say, it was BS, the character, they were saying character flaws, man. Dewan Jones has good character. That was ridiculous, in my well, opinion. What I heard today from Zach Smith's camp, and, you know, Zach Smith still knows a lot of people in the morning, that him and his family checked out, like, uh, halfway through the season, like, he got this added, like, he has an added, like, they got this attitude problem, like, early in the season where he got, he was checked out, like, he, he knew he was going to be a first big like, he had, it's just him and his family, Week against the Dolphins, he and all of a sudden his injury, like he was, he was okay. Like it kind of it kind of makes you think that now that 
you know, after the, you know what Zach Smith said today on his podcast, where he checked out, like, you know, he, got, he said he gained about 34, 34 feet of See, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with Zach Smith, Smith saying. I'm just disagreeing with like, the, like here's the thing, here's the thing. A man of that size, that strength. I don't care if you're lazy 95 percent of the time. Just don't be a lazy on Sunday or Saturday. Like that's what I'm, like a guy that size, he's gonna be naturally lazy. That's just like how it is. Yeah. Like, it's. It's like when you're that big man, it's just tough to move, I bet. So like like he's gonna want to minimize activity. You gotta minimize activity to be at that weight and everything. So yeah. I I don't draft Dewan Jones to mar- run a marathon. I draft him to protect the quarterback and block. And I think he could do that very well. And I don't care if he's not a workout warrior. That doesn't mean you can't play football. Um, because think about it, Orlando Brown Jr. He tested terrible at the combine, and like he's a great offensive tackle. Dewan Jones has much more talent. Like he's big Thanos. He, the guy, could have been like our starting center. I feel like in basketball, if he actually like wanted to try. So yeah. I don't know. I, I I think I think this is all ridiculous. I think he's going to be fired up because he's a fourth round pick. But I think there's no better fit than the Cleveland Browns for him too. I think him and Weipler, fantastic pairing. Um, the Weipler too. I I, I felt Weipler. Weipler should have stayed. Like he should. He should have. Like, I think even with a fourth round, eighty like a third, fourth round rating, I still think he should have stayed. Like that was shocking. This offensive line right now. Um, and two, like just like his ceiling was so like. He could have turned into a freshman. Zach Harrison at, in the third round seemed about the f- the fair spot. I feel like to the Falcons. It was interesting because he's more of a run stuffer, and I mean, in that division, you're actually really in that division. I mean, there isn't. I feel like I feel like Zach Harrison is going to be like Tyson Jackson, like a player like that, like. Or I'm yeah. trying to think of better better comparison. Uh, he's going to be a, he's going to be a productive D end, a good run stopper, but not a ton of sacks. He he's going to be a step below Sam Hubbard, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. For making for. Maybe Noah Spence. Maybe. Noah Spence without the MDMA, and that, and that's probably an advantage. Noah Spence. <laughs> it's gonna kind of remind you, like he's gonna come in and play very solid, like as a backup, maybe never as a starter, and he's just gonna be solid long. Like you're gonna remember, like eight years. Down. I thought I thought Tanner McAllister should have been picked. I was kind of surprised by that cast. I was surprised by um, who else? 
not uh, Ronnie Hickman. Those are the two that really surprised me. It's going to be interesting to see how these some of these guys play out. I'm excited for CJ Stroud. I'm excited for Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'm excited for Zach Harrison. And I'm excited for uh, if he could these rumors, like the big, you know, these rumors make the punch. I was, I was, I was hyped for Jerron Cage, uh, him signing with the New Orleans Saints, because I, I don't think he was going to get picked, but like him getting a contract right away, he got, he got, he got a rookie camp deal before Teron Vincent. Teron Vincent only got a workout. Yeah, um, that's crazy. That is crazy. The only thing I'm, I was severely disappointed oh. in this year uh, for the draft was Max Duggan getting drafted by the Trumpers. It would make perfect <laughs> sense. For him to get drafted by the Raiders and the Buccaneers, they totally, like they totally missed marketing. Like you cannot, you cannot draft Steve the Pirate if you're not a Raider or the Buccaneers. Like Steve the Pirate should have been drafted by the Raiders or the Buccaneers. He's more of a pirate than Jimmy Garoppolo and Bacon Mayfield. Just saying, dude. I, I feel like. Max Duggan's gonna get a cult file following with the Chargers. I've cast. Here's my prediction. This point in the like at like week seventeen, uh, week by week thirteen of the NFL season, if the Chargers are not good, they're gonna be they're gonna want Max Duggan to start over Justin Herbert. Watch. <laughs> but it's also, <laughs> but it also this is coming off the same weekend where Vince Vaughn announced that dodgeball two will be is in the works. Like. It made sense for the – the thing is, is at least the Chargers have a franchise quarterback. These – the Buccaneers and – the Buccaneers and the Raiders are flirting with possible franchise quarterbacks. So, so you think – so you think one of the Pirate teams should have drafted Max Duggan yes. for dodgeball as a promo, basically? Exactly. What about Pittsburgh Pirates? Tribute. <laughs> they did it for Johnny Manziel. Baseball, yeah. just like what if that's what needs to happen? That's the that's the cost effective way to promote a cast. Like in the thirty fifth round, when it's like five grand to buy someone, like Pittsburgh Pirates, and then he doesn't play. Like Max Duggan, like yeah, very <laughs> curved. If <laughs> if you ever play MLB the show, <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I, I, this this goes into next year's uh, mock draft. I, I mentioned this last week. Um, I think I said it. I said it to you, and I said it's highly disappointing if we get this many dudes. Get this many, many dudes. This is the late. This is the mock draft for twenty twenty four. There's a lot of guys on this list in the first round. Marvin uh, Harrison going number two overall. Mecca Booker, Michael Hall Jr. going number five overall. Mecca Booker going 10 overall. Jack Sawyer going 14. Denzel Burke 
17. JT Three of those are going to, yeah, three of those are going to change right away. Like, I don't, like, it had Travion Henderson in the first round. I don't think that's happening. I I love Emeka. I love Emeka. For some reason, I just don't see him as, like, a first-round receiver, though. I don't know why. I see him as, like, a great NFL receiver, but, like, you're going to, you're going in the second round. But as of right now, eight Buckeyes in the first round, and it'd be highly disappointing if, we don't come off natty. I think Emeka is a first rounder because of what we're seeing with Brian Hartline's receivers. You know, four into four guys that Brian recruited. You know, I think we should throw our money on Emeka Abuka Heisman odds. I feel like that's a good pick, and I just, it just hit me, Cass. Because everyone's going to be doubling and tripling Marvin Harrison. And, like, you're right. Emeka is probably – if he he's like a borderline first-round guy now I'm thinking about it. But if he just has a great year, great offseason, and just wins every one-on-one matchup, like, he could have, like, a Devonta Smith-type year, I feel like. Uh, I think it's going to be huge. It, it, you're, you're right there. It could, be ha- it could happen. But, I mean, also, uh, in other news, Sue Cass, transfer portal. Crazy week of the transfer portal. Um, Big weekend. I, I will say, I just want to kick it off with the best one of them all. Lorenzo Styles is a Buckeye. Playing D-back. It's great. It's great. It's great, man. I love it. Do you think the lack of return and kick return? I mean, I know we got Emeka. Just imagine this, man. Renzo Styles and Mecca Buka returning kickoffs next year. I think Lorenzo Styles could be a huge factor in returning kicks. And people forget he was a five star with a clean DB prospect. So it's it's interesting and it adds depth. Now DBs are not going to be and then your backups could be Giant Brown and Lorenzo Styles. Like, it's nasty. I feel better now about Javante Jean Baptiste transferring because I feel like we traded him for uh, Lorenzo Styles. Yeah, yeah, we traded him straight up. And I don't feel literally a trade. Yeah. Um, I think love Lorenzo coming, but I like the Josh Simmons pick. I think Josh Simmons is going to come in yeah. right away. Uh, Could be like the Rutgers transfer. He's initially got three years of eligibility, possibly four if he would have got one year. The only thing that's happening is you get him in just a system, I think just a system. 
No, I, mean, I think it's a great pickup. Uh, we just need the depth. Uh, in my opinion, it's just depth. Depth, and I think that guy is absolutely going to contribute. I don't know. Like, I'm not expecting – I'm not expecting much, but, like, I'm expecting him to at least be, like, a, a, a spare. I, I think he could definitely compete, hopefully. Um, I, I mean, I'm hyped about it. Um, and we definitely had we we had a need um, transfer portal though. We did lose um, Caleb Brown, Caleb Burton in the portal receivers, but I mean, we knew. I felt like that was kind of inevitable, um, just because depth chart. Unfortunately, just wish him the best. Just and I also think there's probably interior lineman, offensive lineman going. Probably into the portal soon too, but I guess we're at point with the old Miss kid. Yeah, really good room with the old Miss kid. They've been nice with that, but Hamilton really believes in Michael Ogden. I mean, the old, we have like the old Miss kid, like, like. I just love that the DBs, speaking of Ole Miss kid, like, I just love that the DBs got the Ole Miss kid in the transfer portal at corner, and we got Syracuse dude, and we're getting Lorenzo Styles. So it's like, I feel like the DB room, we're just really reaching out for like veteran guys who could like make an impact. That's what got me excited. Yeah, I'm being really excited about that. Do you think State has figured something? Could, uh, sorry, say that again. I think Ohio State has figured some of this NIL stuff out. Uh, no, because why? Why was why was Luke Weipler in the NFL draft? Like, I feel like if we had it figured out, we would have like convinced him to stay. Well, and, like I'm, I'm talking about now. I mean, Luke Weipler. Well, not too late when it comes to guys like Luke Weipler. That's what. That's what I'm coming out. I don't know. Because we end up getting that, we end up getting fourth running back in the country, four star running. So, and that was a huge pickup this weekend. Yes. And uh, uh, in sad news, we got to talk about this. R.I.P. Bob Kennedy. R.I.P. to a good man and a great Buckeye. Gene Smith posted it. And, um, yeah, but uh, he, he was just a great announcer. Like, you knew his voice. He had such a great voice. It, like, definitely in the shot, too. I feel like he was very underrated in the shot. Um, just, a, just a great, great voice. Yeah, I, I personally knew him um, at the time when we covered baseball. Um, from all the games I worked for Fox. I mean, he knew, you know, the guys that knew my name. 
Tracy probably knew so many people just to be one of those people that he knew. You know, he knew my name. It's just a fox run. He's talking to you. So who's gonna who's gonna take over, Cass? Like who's? I hate, I hate to be the guy. I'm just curious. Like, what are we? Like this is a, this is a big problem for Buckeye Nation because like he was the best. So like, who replaces him? It'll probably be the Columbus Clippers guy, um, the guy that does the. He gets real hype. He he actually did all the uh, he actually did during the timeouts and stuff the hype the the bald if you bald guy at Ohio State games this year was in charge of teams. We Ohioans should be able to vote on it. We should be able to determine determine the next PA voice of Ohio Stadium. I didn't know this, but uh, we've only had three PA announcers in the last forty years. That's that's pretty pretty insane. So, but yeah, but, yeah, he's gonna but hopefully like is like we hopefully our next PA announcer too is like just as lucky. Like you know, like hopefully the next one is like a winner, like Bob Kennedy was. Yeah, Bob Kennedy was. Uh, you just knew his voice. Like you, like you said, you knew his voice. Like it was insane. insane. That deep, soothing voice, just like uh, a great voice. Oh man, I'm gonna miss just, that guy. Like in between, like half times and timeouts, and in between quarters and in between plays, TV time. It's just like, what's up, Buckeye fans? Like it just. <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> oh man! Just, I, I mean, just as like, <laughs> like, uh, I can't say anything specific, but he just like it was his voice was just like a, na- it was a natural ambiance. In a natural habitat, just like a bird chirping in like a a nice wooded area by a creek is like the natural ambiance. Like Bob Kenny, like that was the voice of the shoe. Like if you're yeah. like sitting there on a nice crisp fall night hearing some Bob yeah. Kennedy, it it just the best voice in America. And it's and just it's sad, man. It's sad. It, it, it is sad too. Like you also think about it like um you know, he'd be only fifty nine, so young. Yeah. And you'd be taught like they'd be talking about the think about it, and you know, they talk about the blood driver, the trash, you know, the trash. And he'd be like, the, you know, the Ohio State University against that came up, like you get that real deep, like came up for, you know, it's just such a great guy, such a great guy, like, like when people. This is where I got a lot of questions today at work. The um, the I said the voice of Buckeyes. 
games you hear on the radio, then that's when people start off. He's going to be missed. Definitely missed. And whoever takes his spot is going to have huge shoes to fill. I'll read a quote from what Jerry Emig released. Uh, he said, and like, I, I feel like this is a good, good, really good, you know, press release and everything. Really good statement. Bob had a big heart and he loved his Buckeyes. He loved his PA jobs. He was a true professional at his craft and a friend to us all. He knew the local media, our administrators, coaches, and student athletes, and he certainly knew the histories well of many Ohio State sports, and he loved to talk about them. Yeah, that's Bob. That, that sums him up. I mean, times we covered baseball, and we were talking, and just – how we would make fun of he was a huge Reds fan too, and how we would make fun of the Reds because the stupid moves that they make, you know, or um he's like like I couldn't imagine if just hear Buzz, think of Buzz voice talking about. He's like, can you imagine if Irvin, because Irvin, think about it, Irvin just got like, you know, he's like, like, just talking about how, you know, stuff like that would have been. And, quite interesting. And very, very knowledgeable. Very, very knowledgeable. You can ask him anything about radio. I will say this though, like with like the Aaron Hernandez stuff, like how much do you think Urban actually knows about that? Because it's like, you, like you just coached the guy for a couple years. It's not like, it's not like like you knew every personal detail about the guy. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's tough to judge a human on, or like to get like I feel like that's like you doing something, or like and it's like I know you pretty well. I didn't know you were doing that, but like you know, right. or like you know what I'm saying? It's like a weird like. I don't it's know. Just, it's just like the AD at Bloom Carroll. You know, I had that big long conversation with him. Boom! The following Monday, he got arrested for, you know, you know. Yeah, you don't minor. know. Like it's like you don't know. Like no one knows. No one knows. Like, <laughs> Crazy. Anyways, we need topics. We need topics. We're running out. It's officially the off season. The NFL draft is over. It is officially the off season. We need topics. Uh, so we're going out to the, you, the fans. What should we talk about next week? I'll post it. That's what I got. That's all, That's all I, I got. got. That's all and, I got. And please not be stupid. Like, let's not talk about the Zach Smith scandal. Like, we don't want to talk about Zach Smith. Scandal. Or, like, or the James Franklin scandal. Or, like, uh, we have a scandals episode. So, like... We're not, we're not, we're releasing that when the time is right, everyone. Like, I'm telling you, like, that, that and the tax documents, those are like two things that will get released at, at the correct times. We're just not ready for that yet. We're not ready to release it yet. But give us something. Vibing. I'm not releasing the tax documents. Give, give us something vibing. Give us something that the Finn man would like. You know, something fun. Something fun. 
So as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Notes podcast. Uh, big cast. After, after, I'll let you say what you want to say, but moment of silence once you're done for Bob Kennedy. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. <laughs>